0: Hey guys, this episode is brought to you by Sinusoid Pro Audio Couture.
1: They make cables. And smiles. Like how I kind of looked at you as if like you wouldn't know what to say. I was I it's all I wanted to say. I was ready to say it. Is there a, a specific uh, yeah. part of Sinusoid Do you want to push on us this uh, week, Steve? This week we're talking about the Slate.
0: That is their signature cable at 25 picofarads per foot. It is one of the lowest capacitance cables. We got one well, on the it on, right here. And low capacitance means
1: Pew pew pew! More tone. It's like pew. I was trying to do that horn sound.
0: Yeah, I do it. How to do
1: that sound either. Did I do it? No. No. Okay. So
0: a uh, slate sounds great. It's going to extend clarity, tighten low end. It's going to do all the things that
1: you want your cable to do, which is not sound like it's there. Yeah, like you hardly even notice that the cable's there, except there is a cable there because yeah. that's how you connect your various devices together. So if you're looking for something great that's going to be rugged, the slate is there. Uh, is their preferred
0: cable for touring professionals
1: and one of the, one of the selling points of this cable is that it's so sticky it's sticky 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 oh man it really is and uh, this uh, isn't just because your garage is gross. no right? no that's how they come it's actually stickier when I first got it It started to get a little bit softer as time goes on and I use it but uh, they they developed this this wrap on it this sticky wrap uh, for musicians that were requesting cables that stay put. And don't slide all over the place. Yep. And if you look back here, Steve, you'll notice a couple of slates going from the amps to the edge of the table. And I've really been appreciating the stickiness because they don't slide around the edge of those tables and get in the way of the drawers and stuff like that. You put them where you want them to be, and they're going to stay there. What a novel concept. Perfect. We're like other cables. Like I've got these wrapped TechFlex ones back here, also from Sinusoid. And I want these to slide when I'm on stage. And they slide all over the place. You want a cable that stays put? You get, uh, you get these slates. You want them to slide all over the place like a snake behind you? You get this TechFlex stuff. You got your bases covered.
0: All right. This episode's also brought to you by Gun Street Wiring Shop. Ryan's wearing their shirt you yep. should just support them because ryan's wearing the shirt
1: yeah if you see someone wearing a shirt uh you should rush right out and buy whatever product is linked to that shirt that's the way shirt marketing works i got
0: my gun street package today we're not going to get too into it this episode
1: you're making a lot of noise over there I know, Steve. know
0: i know i just dropped my phone too
1: he's very aggressive about this box should have planned this better this is the live unboxing this is what, uh... Oh, dang! Let me see. What? No way! It says Super Rich Steve on there. <laughs> this one's just got a picture of ice cream on it, so apparently they draw pictures on their boxes sometimes. Long live the cone. I think that's a reference to the, uh, the ice cream cone that I drew oh, on that yeah. Mustang when I first painted it.
0: Um, but
1: anyway, this is what
0: this looks like. This is one of their Telecaster kits. This is the other side. Um, I'm going to have to keep these separate because they are different. This one has a tag that says series on one of the wires. Okay. Um, anyway, point being, this is a freaking really good looking. This is going to slap right in my telecaster real quick. It's not going to take me any time smell at all it, Steve. to install what your this. What does yours smell
1: like? It's got a smell, but I can't figure out what it is it kinda right now. It kind of smells like Christmas in a way. And I'm not making a joke. It's got like this scent to it. I don't, I don't know quite how to place that. Anyway, point being,
0: these two kits are kits that aren't on their like, standard site. I emailed them. I said, this is what my pickup, uh, my pickup configuration looks like. What would you suggest? What would be something that's different but you think could sound really cool? And this is what they sent me. i um, very excited to try these out. Uh, I wish I had two Telecasters so I could do them both at the same time. Uh, I'm going to have to figure out how to like, uh, install one and then record it and then swap it out and then install the other one, I guess. Come over here. We'll do it. Yeah. I did a we'll video. A I did
1: a video today. I don't know if you've seen it, but I recorded a guitar with one set of strings on it. I changed the strings and then I recorded it again. I did see that. With a different set of strings. So it is doable. And those go in pretty quick. Yeah. It'd probably go yeah. faster than changing strings, honestly.
0: Oh, it definitely should. Yeah. Uh, the one of them is a humbucker setup. So there's a lot of extra wires in there. Anyway, Gun Street Wiring Shop. Uh, was it? Gun Street. Wiringshot.com
1: or something like that. Gunstreetwiringshop.com. I said it right. I knew it. Go check them out.
0: Hey, this is Ryan. And this is Steve, and you're listening to 60 Cycle Hum slash watching 60 Cycle
1: Hum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, modding, fixing, breaking, reviewing, playing podcast. Well, you're watching it if you're on YouTube, uh, or you might be watching it on YouTube if you couldn't get iTunes to freaking work, because it's been <laughs> freaking out lately. I tried to listen to the Gear Slum today, and it did the same exact thing to them. It worked fine for me, man. I don't know, but were you using
0: iTunes? I'm, I use the podcast app on my phone. Is it Apple. Yeah, Apple
1: Podcasts. Something about the iTunes desktop app has been having trouble. Our podcast didn't work the first day, two two weeks in a row through iTunes. So, guys, uh, either leave a review on Apple's iTunes app or go over to Podbeam and tell them that something's up because things have been getting fouled up over there. Speaking of reviews... um, we don't really talk about this a lot, but
0: you guys should go rate and review us on iTunes. We actually hit 100 reviews. What? Yeah, I will have to go check that out. Uh, we
1: got two recent ones, like two during uh, the last month or so. We used to push that hard, and then I never, we never really saw any like fruit from it. Uh, and we never saw like our numbers. We used like, to push them hard, but then people started leaving bad reviews because I was drinking all the time. You were drinking all the time, Steve. Now I'm. We had it. We all had an intervention. By way of iTunes reviews. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> this is, that is accurate. That's the way we do interventions around here is you leave iTunes review comments. Um, but anyway, <laughs> go, go on there. Leave us a review. Speaking of drinking uh, too much.
0: <laughs> I'm thirsty.
1: Um, what's new, Ryan? I ruined my whole damn house. I heard. I just, I just ruined it. I saw. It. <laughs> I like how you're copying to it that you did it. Oh, there's no doubt. There's no doubt that I did it. You're you're on a you're so, on a disaster
0: streak. Was it last week? You locked yourself out of your car.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know want to talking about that. I <laughs> stranded myself at the beach for a good like four or five hours, and so I that's like you, that's what you get for trying I, to call your mom. Well, here's what I did: is I I locked my key in the car because I I went to the beach to go surfing. Mm-hmm. There's little loops in surfers' board shorts that you put the key on. Yeah, that's no new information. I put my the key for my wife's car on the loop and left the key for uh, my car in my car closed the door after locking it immediately realized what I had done borrowed a stranger's phone I don't know my wife's phone number because who who memorizes phone numbers anymore uh, I, I know my wife's phone so number so I've only got two phone numbers memorized my own cell phone number so I can tell people how to call me okay. and my parents home phone number because it's the phone number I grew up right. with I still got permanently that one embedded in my brain um, so I called them, no answer. I left a message. They never got that message in time, but I ended up going surfing because I figured even if my wife gets a message, it's going to be an hour until she gets here. Right. Um, I got out of the water after a while, borrowed another cell phone, <laughs> Ca- tried to call again, no answer. Then I asked to use a person's Facebook messenger, Facebook messaged my wife through Facebook. She didn't see that message for like another two hours.
0: I like how later when you were posting about this, you are like, I should have just messaged Steve. That guy's on
1: Facebook yeah. all day long. No, if I, sh- I should have messaged you, like, call Lauren, tell her to come get me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, I ruined my house. The other thing in my oh, life yeah. that I've done, uh, it was my wife and I's anniversary, our 10-year, and what we did to celebrate – Instead of like going and doing like a big travel thing or you know, like treating ourselves to something crazy fancy, mm-hmm. we just left our kid with my parents for two nights straight right. and we just like hung out and went and had decent dinners okay. and stuff like that. So one night I come home, I'd had a few drinks because my wife's pregnant, so she can designate drive every day, all day. Uh, I wasn't drunk. I was just you know feeling relaxed. I didn't have any responsibilities. I didn't have anyone to put to bed or you know brush their teeth or put diapers on or whatever. Uh, we had been recocking the sink, so there was no cocker on the sink, okay. which meant we were oh, putting okay. we weren't putting any water in the sink. Gotcha. And so we had this giant pot next to the sink, uh huh, that we were putting dirty dishes in. So I th- I threw a dirty ice cream dish in there. Okay, because I treated myself to a homemade banana split. Still thinking about that. Treat banana yourself. Part. Uh, and I I put the uh, the the sink hose into the pot and started the water and it's a big pot. I was like, okay. hey, it's going to take five minutes for this to fill. I'm going to use the bathroom real quick. When I come back, I'll turn off the water. I never came back.
0: I forgot oh. to go
1: back to the water filling up the pot and because there was no caulking around the sink, the water... Oh, was the pot, like, blocking the drain, too? The pot was on the very edge of the sink, and it could have been much worse if there could be such a thing because the whole kitchen is destroyed. But (laughs) there could have been a lot more water involved. The pot, like, is still drained into the sink instead of draining onto the counter. Right. But that water that poured down onto the edge of the sink, because there was no caulking, it it flowed underneath the sink, and it completely saturated the laminate floors in the kitchen area and under the wall into the dining room, the next room over. And so insurance is taking care of everything. I'm losing a deductible on it and we're losing full use of the house for like four weeks. So this all makes a lot more sense
0: because we've been trying to figure out one, how I did it either. the What was the motive? The two questions that, that existed were how, how drunk were you? Not at all. I was just relaxed. Um, Uh, and then number two why doesn't your sink drain um but then if, if if it wasn't lined that and it was actually in a pot that was like rolling over to the sink yeah so that makes sense um though the i the story am, checks out i am interested in exploring this uh oh yeah I was a little relaxed i didn't have any responsibilities clearly ryan you had one job one job I know. I ruined it. Also, it's not just his kitchen. It's also the room that is not separated, but is the adjacent sitting like space. It's like a living room connected yeah, to the kitchen. Versus like a den. There's and, no it's the,
1: and it's the dining and room. And it's the dining
0: room, which is on the other side of the wall from the kitchen. I wrecked
1: basically half of our downstairs. Probably more but than. But the that. insurance contractors are having a great time. They get to tear everything out. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. They sit, they've got dollar signs in their eyes for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, Somebody's gonna get paid. So what's your news, Steve? I got a
0: couple news. Yeah, you do. Uh, my first one um, is I'll do this one first. So, so we first, did Steve. we did Inner Circle Secret Santa. Mm-hmm. So um, and people always are like, oh, Inner Circle, they do secret. We do Christmas. We do Secret Santa and. In Christmas time, and then in uh, last year, I think was the first one we do Christmas in July, and basically what it is, it's the same thing. It's Secret Santa. Um, pedals, I think, are minimum. It's kind of like Wheel of Pedals. Pedal is, is minimum one hundred and twenty-five bucks. Yeah, uh, new price. So we I got, don't even
1: organize this. Thing. We don't.
0: This we do. We or, We organized at least the first. Yeah, people. Uh, the people Christmas in
1: the one. inner circle organize it. The only reason but I missed that. it this year because I was like, I was out doing stuff the during the day, and they put out a post is like, if you want to join, email right now right, or right. today, and I totally forgot because I was going to do it. But, so but well. I guess
0: first I'll say thanks uh, to Paul Pennington from the Flippin' Flippers for organizing it this year. Um, my uh, recipient was. Um, I sent the Chuck Pedals Tachyon Delay, which is a really fun delay. Mm, fun. Very uh, analog, warm, with, with some tweaks. It's got like a tone knob on it, so it can be a pretty bright analog delay. Um, so I sent that out. And then what I got back from mm-hmm. um, Jason Fuzzmonger... Was the greenhouse sludge hammer?
1: Oh man! I should have brought that thing that's, over. That's a fuzzmonger pedal. Uh, that heard thing one. is
0: super cool. I I've only played it, so it's it's interesting. I I should have brought it over.
1: Because, Jason makes me wish I had a cool like made up last name. Wait, that's something we should have figured out when we started this show. Is like stage names. I thought about resurrecting the Steve for the
0: show, and I didn't. I don't know if I reg- – I, I kind of don't regret it. I feel it. like
1: we need something cooler than the Steve. Um, but anyway – I mean the Steve – this you. You are the Steve. I am the Steve. But people don't know that. Yeah. Oh, that no be what's that. new
0: too. Um, but anyway, I should have brought that over because I haven't run it through a proper amp. I've mm. only run it through my Blackstar. Through the Blackstar, like it definitely sounds very doomy. But I can't really appreciate how big it is. Because right now it just sounds like – it kind of sounds like a rat with a lot of low-end um, sure, but I would love to hear it through like a proper, like a big
1: amp. You're like, running through like the acoustic. The print, oh yeah, run it through the acoustic well, through that through the crit cab. Yeah, that'd be even running or through the, the classic Prince. fifty. No, yeah, the, the, that's what I mean. The um, PV is what I was trying so to anyway, say. So anyway,
0: people are always like, "Oh, inner circle doing this thing." Nothing, like Ryan said, we don't organize it, so yeah. nothing prevents any Facebook group from doing.
1: Uh, the regular group a gear swap is more than welcome to organize their own secret santa yeah
0: um so the other thing that i did uh recently was i i ditched work uh around i'd actually been working working on this for a while and i bought a bunch of pedals off of facebook really yeah i bought a, What'd pe- you get? I bought a pedal board you, you did this pedal board you didn't see this post so it's a gator do you have the photo on your phone
1: it's a gator um i uh maybe i saw it and i assumed toad. it was someone else who bought it what i
0: bought it's a gator i did not see this gator stuff. uh Just pro stuff tote stuff. or something tote total i don't know what it's called but it's yeah, a yeah. Pedal board. it's like a 30 it's a giant pedal board and i oh, got, got a pulsar? like nine pedals so it's a pulsar RV5. ehx pulsar ehx clone theory is that a dd3 it's a dd3 nice. boss rv5 boss dd3 um in a loop a station big muff uh a boss rc2 The big muff is one of like the the silver reissues. Yeah. But but this is one of the older ones, so it actually says "Made in New York" on it. Uh, It's like a 2001, I think I date. Tried to. How much you pay for all this? Three seventy five for all of it. So three seventy five. I sold the so one of those is a TS nine. I sold the TS nine the next day to one of my coworkers. Really? Yeah. Do they even play guitar? Yeah. Okay. how much you sell um, for 65 okay I you're think. on your way 60 yeah 65 so i'm definitely on my way i need to move some stuff i know there are some people in the thread uh that i posted in who said they were interested in it um i've got like the crybaby um i've got the crybaby crybaby and the clone theory posted on craigslist right now um and i've got the mxr phase 90 on craigslist right now and you know how Kyle on the Tone Jerks is yes. doing his MXR, uh, like he wants to get every MXR? So on my Craigslist post, it said, you know, I'm asking $60 for this pedal unless your name is Kyle McIntyre, then it's 75 Oh man! And I just wanted to see Steve. if it would like get back to him because I thought it would be funny. And literally, he messaged me like ten minutes later. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, dude, I just literally like was laughing my face off. <laughs> that's the funniest thing I've seen in a long ass time. I was like, a long
1: ass time, a long ass time. Actually, like quite a measurement of time. And I
0: looked at it and I was like, I was like, I was like, dude, that's only been up ten minutes. He's like, yeah, I just happened to be checking Craigslist right now.
1: You know, he's like, us. he's on Craigslist. He all said it was the first long. time he checked it in like a week. Yeah, right.
0: Anyway, uh, all this stuff is up for sale. Except the, I want to try to, I want to try to keep the loop. I think the looper, and loopers sell are great else. to have
1: around. I have a bunch of loopers around, but a, a single spaced looper like that, it's got to be. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, they're, they're I got to gr- figure out how it works. They're great. They're great tool to have around just for jamming and learning like stuff, learning yeah. parts. So around. I just need to follow up with the other people. There, like I said,
0: um, there are like, I think. Three or four different people who saw the thread who were like, "Oh, how much would it be?" Like, or like they just said they're interested, but I didn't really give them any pricing, sure, because uh, I need to look that up and I need to get back to those people. So, um, so yeah, so that's that. I think that's all of my new stuff. I'm new heavy this week for once.
1: I know you usually don't have anything new. Yeah, we're uh, we're twenty minutes into the episode because all your all your new stuff, Steve. Should we get straight into it? Yeah. This first ad was sent to us by Brett. Michael Purvis, Perve Purvey? I, I think you're fine. One of those
0: is probably right. This is an Ibanez tube amp. It's one of the Tube Screamer models. You think it is? Yeah, it says Tube Screamer. I think it says Tube Screamer by Ibanez on it. Where does it. it say that? On the, on the, that thing,
1: on the badge. Oh yeah, you're right. Is this what they look like stock? No, they look like that. So this is a rehouse, right? It's gotta be. I assume it's a rehouse. Do a quick do a or quick it's search. A spe- unless it's some kind of
0: special edition.
1: I mean, I don't care for two twenty five, I- my vote is go buy it. This just looks cool. Like it doesn't even matter what amp it is, just go get it for two twenty five. Like that's that's like home furniture, you know? Put a lamp on it and call it a day. Oh no! This is a real thing. It's a production model. So Ibanez TSA5
0: TVR one by eight 2 TSA5, so it's a, f- a five watt. Yeah, five watt one by eight. Does it have a built-in tube screamer? I would assume so. If it's part of the tube screamer series, um, gives you real tube tone and distortion and overdrive of a TS9 tube screamer. Perfect marriage of blah 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 whatever. Built-in tube screamer. Does it give a Jensen price? speaker on Sweetwater?
1: It is. $400. I say go buy this for 225 Yeah, this thing looks super sweet. I mean, I bet it sounds decently fine. My, uh, my TSA 15 is a great pedal platform. I bet this thing is pretty decent too. At five watts, you're going to saturate it pretty quickly. Yeah. I wonder if it gets tube break up at all because my 15 does not get tube break up without being pushed by an outside source. Um, just that look though. It's so stunning for two hundred twenty-five bucks. There's been way uglier amps out there for two hundred twenty-five bucks. I'll say that right now. Yeah.
0: No, this looks really great. Would you rather have this? Does it come with the legs?
1: Yeah. That's this a whole package? Yeah. It's little, that's crazy. Also look like a TV. How did I not know about this I've amp? I've never seen
0: Ibanez. it. I have never seen it.
1: Uh, would you rather have one of these for two twenty-five or a Boss Katana? I mean. I, it really depends on the application for two hundred twenty five i'd put this in the living room I'm, uh, i wouldn't leave a Bosscontana in the living room as like a permanent piece of furniture because you know to be honest they 're kind of ugly they 're not a pretty amp yeah they 're very utilitarian. This is a pretty amp that's its uses are more limited Pretty bird pretty bird i don 't know why I did that i don't know why you did that either, Steve. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say about this? I don't. We have no other information on the ad. It looks like Facebook Marketplace sort of post. But yeah, go buy it for $225. I don't know. Maybe people will say in the comments that these are garbage amps or whatever. But even for the look, just like buy it and turn it into a speaker cap. Yeah, it's really nice. Throw an amp there. head on top of it. I love the look. All right. Like it kind of makes me want to track down a. Uh, an Excelsior and right. put put l- legs on it, you know, like one of the Seafoam Excelsiors. Should we get into the topic? Let's get into this topic. Our topic is going to be uh, playing around with this pedal yeah, and a wireless system, which is pretty uh, new for us. I turned that one on. Did you turn that one on yet? So we got a box of stuff from NUX. NUX. We're rocking the NUX. There it is. I don't know if you can see it. But uh, we got the Atlantic Delay and Reverb, and we got their Nox. Does that say B2? Yeah, it's the B2 uh, 2.4 gigahertz wireless system. That's the transmitter. That's the receiver. Uh-oh. I think the uh, the GoPro quit for some reason. You're recording. What is it doing? I don't know. Is it out of memory? It shouldn't be. (laughs) Dang it! Well, you keep talking about the thing. I'm going to try to figure this out. All right. So we got this, uh,
0: and we got this wireless thing. It's the first time I've actually used wireless for guitar, and uh, obviously we're sitting down now. But the amps behind me, we're. We're only running the cable from the pedal, which is great. If we wanted to change guitars, we could do it super easy. Um,
1: Yeah, it's pretty neat that we don't have, like, cable mucking everything up, and you could just hand me the guitar at any time, and I could start playing with it without, like, us getting all tangled up. Yeah, so it's pretty cool.
0: Also, if you wanted to change guitars, it would be super easy to do. Yeah, yeah. And I think you could just turn the transmitter off, so it's basically like a silent switch. Sure. Just turn it off, pull it out, pop it in another guitar.
1: Dude, the GoPro is going nuts right now. I have no idea what's going on. This might not be a video episode. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Where are we at? Did you turn this off? Nope, that's on, it's on. Repairing. So that's all it takes. There's a little switch on it. It'll do four channel, uh, four wireless channels. I didn't even read the instructions. I don't even know if you need to read the instructions. But this is like a ton of fun. I've never used wireless before. Uh, The other thing we got is we actually got four things. We got their Solid Studio um, Impulse Response and Power Amp Simulator. Their... uh, do you know how to pronounce this? Masa moon? No idea. Booster and compressor pedal. But the thing that we thought would be the most fun to mess around with on the show is the um, Atlantic and Reverb. So the atla- Atlantic and Reverb, I guess, is kind of in the same vein as... Is it the Flint?
1: Well, it looks like it's trying to be a Flint in that it's got... this GoPro is driving me nuts. It's turning on and off for some reason. I'm ready to give up on it. But anyways, uh, it's got two sides on it. Uh, Rather than being reverb and uh, tremolo, it is reverb and delay with a spring plate and hall setting on the reverb and a 70s, 60s, and 80s setting on the delay it counts like me out of order
0: yeah i don't know why um i mean i guess like the idea is that 60s would be the is in the middle because i don't know. maybe it's like it's what it's probably they probably have some logic to it so 70s is basically an analog delay it's supposed to be like a here let's turn it on
1: I just realized I didn't check the level on that amp. I've been diming it out. Keep playing. There we go. Alright. Let's try
0: the let's try the sixties. Well, let's do the 80s first. Let's do 80s first. The 70s and 80s are pretty straightforward. It's an analog delay style or digital delay style. Well, the 80s is definitely like much brighter and much cleaner than the
1: 70s. Yeah, it just sounds like a digital delay. I like how they all can get weird, though. Yeah.
0: I'm not sure if they all... Does this one feed back?
1: I don't know. It gets kind of glitchy. It gets a little glitchy. It gets weird. All right, so let's check out the 60s now. dude.
0: (laughs) Just notes. Alright, let me try now.
1: It's slowing down. Yeah, it's got this weird thing. We couldn't figure out what controls it when you start the delay. Dang it.
0: Okay, it's off. Now just hit it once. Oh that's oh you're still in the
1: <laughs> Why is it not I don't know man. It's an interesting beast. It's stuck in like the tap tempo. But what I was trying to get to, there we go. Okay, there we go. I was trying to get to like it does a weird thing where like when you rack the time knob, it gets stuck in this weird like time modulation. It kind of stays with like the direction too. I'm telling you, I think it mimics your movement of the knob. I play. It's pretty weird. Like if you let it sit for a second. Let me let me check it out. <laughs> I love it's the way not that it, sounds. It's, it's not just like it just, such a It's not just catching up to like how you just tweak the knob. Like it's stuck in that yeah. kind of time drop now. Now it's not. What the heck happened?
0: It's still like dying off at the end. It's almost like it's an It's almost like it's envelope based. Maybe it is envelope based. But <laughs> The manual's pretty sparse on it. I'm actually... uh,
1: I can't figure it out. Yeah, I'm really
0: interested in seeing what you make out of this for your... uh, For your whatever video you end up making for it. How weird so the other side of this is a uh, just a reverb like Ryan said before it's uh, we'll start with the spring mode we got the level all the way up decay at about three o'clock One of the things that's kind of cool that we discovered that's not in the manual is, at least on the reverb, when you hold down – for the spring and hall settings, when you hold down uh, the on-off switch, it goes into um, like an infinite sustain mode. Yeah. uh, Which is really cool. But in the plate setting, it does something else. Yeah, it's like a shimmer Well, that's not like a shimmer, Ryan That is a shimmer It's really similar to what a a shimmer reverb would do, Uh, Steve it's It's like that sound that's very shimmery That's caused by adding the octave up to an effect Yeah, it's a lot
1: like that So that's Hall
0: Hold on Yeah, in hall, it's the same thing. It's like a hold. I was trying to figure out if it was a hold or if it was like a modulation mode. Yeah, it's a hold. But it's just doing a hold. Let's go back to that spring.
1: It's got a nice, sweet little edge to it. I'm definitely not going to call that a drip. Yeah. But it would be a uh, good substitute for... Like an amp reverb or an amp that doesn't have a reverb. I gotta figure out what that tape delay is doing. It's so weird. It sounds pretty good. What's the price point on these things? Do you- I have
0: no idea. I actually did not take the time to look that up. Uh, I probably should have because that would have been a good thing to do. Uh, the Nux Atlantic, uh, there's one mitten box on Reverb for, let's see, do $150, $150 it sold for. That was a used one. I'm not actually seeing... Oh, um here's one at Tomon out of stock or Tomon uh out of stock for 145. It
1: sounds like they hit the 150 mark.
0: Um and I'm getting an Amazon link open for 149.99. Man, I I hate to say it but like for I 150,
1: mean, uh, it sounds pretty dang good. And,
0: and it's like a really well put together like case. It looks really good. It's beefy. Uh there's nothing about this that looks or feels
1: um, cheap to me. No, it feels like really f- solid. It has a lot of really crazy like digital routing options, too. Like right now, Are we still in parallel mode? No, I actually switched it to serial mode. So you can run the two effects in parallel so your reverb doesn't get in your delay and vice versa, which is a pretty neat uh, concept. And there's a bunch of other stuff. There's yeah. a USB you can plug it into. There's stereo out on it um there's a line level switch on it as well
0: uh so you can select uh plus four versus uh to increase the, it says if the input signal is too loud switch to plus four to increase the headroom so that's just changing your input impedance i'm gonna try to
1: figure out how to play our, our intro <laughs> i'm almost there Ah, screw it. Go ahead, Steve.
0: What? I don't even know how our intro goes anymore.
1: Is that our intro? Yeah, that's our theme song.
0: Oh, I hear it now. I hear what you're doing.
1: (laughs) Should we talk about the other stuff they sent us? Well, I, I talked about it briefly. I named them all. We've got the uh, don't open them; they're too hard to open. The solid studio, the, yeah. The we camera's did this. not running right now. So the solid
0: now. studio impulse response and power amp. I
1: said all these things. Did you? Right? I yeah. wasn't paying attention. I was probably when you're messing with the camera. Why the camera not working? <sighs> I'm gonna turn off the pedal Ooh, for now. Ooh, shiny! I keep wanting to like unplug the guitar, and I realize I don't have to. Oh, this is
0: cool! So I didn't realize what exactly was going on here, but this is really like quite a power amp simulator. So. Um, I don't exactly know what all it does, but the um, it's basically got cab selection. So you got uh, your so it's a impulse response and power amp simulator. But one side is a um, bunch of cab choices. So you got J Z120, one hundred and twenty. Uh, clearly, a, that's a hip hop setting. Jay Z one hundred and
1: twenty. Uh, Good joke, Steve.
0: <laughs> Dr one twelve which i don't what to, oh the Deluxe Reverb 112 BS <laughs> BS410 which is i'm it's presumably a base 410 what do you think A212 is i don't know you'd have to look at all the
1: info for it uh, TR212
0: which is Twin Reverb 1960 would be a Marshall uh, 1960 cab GB412 i'm not sure on V412 i'm not sure what those two would be I wonder I don't know if I'm pretty
1: excited to explore this thing as a possible um Oh, here we go. Like a uh, uh, direct into the board situation at church. A two twelve oh BS four ten is a
0: fender basement, A two twelve is a Vox AC thirty, G B four twelve is a Celestian Greenback, and V four twelve is Celestian Vintage thirty. And then the other side of it is a bunch of microphone microphones.
1: Yeah. So that's real cool. And then there's a switch for center, mid, edge placement, mm-hmm. and then different uh, th- three different tubes yeah. for the preamp. It's pretty wild. Like you get a preamp simulator, and you get a speaker and mic emulator, and there's a bunch of settings on the back. I mean, you got all sorts of stuff here. You have an XLR out, so it says so. You- you could, I could run direct into. The board at church without a direct box.
0: Yeah, um, man, I wish I knew we were going to get these three months ago.
1: I wouldn't have bought that Palmer. <laughs> got well. What if what if the thing you got is better? Well, we'll yeah, have to that's true. Had them do head to head. Head to head. Yeah. Um, I'm all flustered now because that camera pissed me off. But anyways, uh, you got a line to speaker level switch, a plus four dB and a minus ten dB switch. Yeah. Uh, throughout trs output and of course an input i was watching videos on this thing when we got the email that it was on its way oh yeah it's like just it's pretty ridiculous like all the things yeah, that it it's does it's like, a... it's like it's a real problem solver yeah it's
0: it sounds really cool and it uses it can use third-party impulse response should files. should i
1: plug it in and see what it sounds like like right sure. now i mean we're here might as well do it right do what I do. Output. Uh, yeah. TS? Output. Did you turn the amp off? I on? did. I'll turn it back on. Look at this. Look at what it did on this the monitor screen. You're here. you're uh. Things yes, are going maybe. bad. So this is clean. Here, just, just play a chord and let it ring out. That sounds pretty
0: good. So that's just the built-in amp
1: simulator, yeah. basically. Let's uh, change some tubes on that. Some solid uh, options there. We'll try the cab mic. I mean, there's so many options here. We'll just pick a mic, scroll through cabs. Ooh. Yeah, there's definitely a There's definitely some stuff that stands out, you know. You got to go Deluxe Reverb through Princeton Reverb. keep talking
0: steve i'm looking at the different settings like the drive doesn't really seem like it gets that dirty but maybe that's just the setting i'm on so i've got the drive all the way up but that could also just be a misunderstanding of what the what the labels are supposed to be doing so who knows Yeah, this is really cool.
1: Yeah, it seems like a real uh, problem solver, and like a like a make gooder sort of situation, you know. Yeah, it's has got just a lot of
0: options.
1: Here, let me let me play around with it. Oh, let's see what I can do. It's really bright right now. Yeah. What did you do?
0: I'm on the vintage whatever. So this is like it's supposed to be a twin reverb. So we are on the Royer 122 setting. Oh, edge of speaker is always thinner too.
1: Let's see what it sounds like. Uh, just turn everything off like midway of me playing. You're di- you're diamonding me out here. You're going too too loud. Trying to make it sound good, Ryan. All right, try again. I mean, you can definitely shape tone with it. It's got some really interesting settings here. It's more like a subtle, sort of like tone shaping pedal. Well,
0: and we're running it through an amp. Which
1: oh yeah, in a yeah sense like really d- does defeat the purpose. The of it. The real test of this thing is going to be running direct out of a board into the church out of my pedal board into right. the church's mixing board and seeing if it's like has an amp character to it or if it just sounds you know like like sterile, do you run like the katana
0: at church most of the time? No, I mic it. You mic? That's what I mean. So yeah, yeah, you yeah. Run I usually the run the katana. katana. Mic it. Yeah, yeah. Because um, I run direct all the time. That's like oh, do all, you? That's all I run. Well, yeah we're we're except for the drums we're a silent stage now oh yeah yeah you were telling me about that so
1: i'm gonna turn the amp off now
0: gonna put he's gonna turn the amp off now he's gonna leave me talking here again big big mistake ryan big mistake so this is really cool i'm really looking forward to getting this stuff out i'm i'm looking forward to sending them some feedback um they actually heard of us through uh the dude that we got connected with from music area. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I sent him a message and said, Hey man, you know, just to say thanks. Cause this was really cool. And, uh, he sent me a message back. Um, he's still looking to send us some of their new product. Pretty more soon, cases, uh, which I think are going to be a couple, uh, like one or two more cases. How but many cases do we need? Steve? I need something for my acoustic man. I'm hoping that one of those is an acoustic case. We'll see. You can't have enough cases, Ryan, Oh, you hang all your guitars, so you don't need any cases. That's true. (laughs) Me, on the other hand, i got to hide those things.
1: You got anything else to say about this stuff? I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I was trying to fix the dang camera. I'm hoping that we can salvage some of this. But uh, freaking GoPro, they've been giving me the runaround. (sighs) I'm trying it on a new setting, and I'm wondering if it's overheating. They're giving you a surefire way to mix things up? Yeah, it seems that way. And all it does is slow you down. Yeah. Yeah. Should we move on to the next uh, ad? Actually, now that I'm all frustrated by you know this what, Ryan, camera situation and this, I'm gonna tell this you awful some- audio, I'm going to have to mix from like you diming out the amp <laughs> into the mix. I know you're trying to make the amp sound better, but it's like, I've got a set recording level to work yeah. with here, man. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was trying to find ad? the drive
0: master balance. The next ad doesn't matter because right now we're going to do some housekeeping. Housekeeping. This will cheer you right up. Um, we got uh, two new, p- three new people in the inner circle since the last time we did housekeeping. Uh, so thanks, Luke Robbins, Stephen Conradi, who upped his pledge from one dollar to ten dollars nice. to get in, and Dave Probert, who I'm still waiting for a um, Facebook uh, friend request from Dave to get him into the inner circle because I can't find him. On Facebook, there's not enough Dave Proberts. Uh, or there's too many? There's uh, too whatever. many Dave's? Uh, either way, I'm not I'm not sure who to add. So you Dave, add hit, me. Us, hit up send Steve you, on send Facebook. Send you an email if you didn't see it. Check your junk. And also Check uh, your junk. That's what Steve has to say, Dave. Check your junk. Doug Gann who all the other shows have been calling Doug Gone, so maybe I'm saying it wrong, but I think I'm saying it right. I like the way you say it, Steve. Um, Upped his pledge from $10 to $26. Holy hell, what? I don't know, man.
1: $26? Isn't that $1 more than the bragging rights level? That's $1 more than the bragging rights. So he's doing extra bragging rights? It's like he just wanted to be able to rub
0: it into our other bragging rights guy's face.
1: Oh, this is so stupid. Why are they doing this? <laughs> they must really like us. I guess so. I mean, we're going to use that money. I'm thinking about using Inner Circle money for an air conditioner in here, honestly. Oh, my gosh. I was just you, dying Just get a space heater
0: for the winter and an air conditioner for the summer. You don't need
1: a heater in the winter. It doesn't get cold yeah, enough. You can sw- put a sweater put on. A sweater. But like, it's been hot in here when I'm trying to record video. And it's hot in here right now. You might not think so, but... I'm, I'm dripping. I'm okay. I was in a clean room
0: all day today, so this feels nice.
1: Well, I was a dirty boy in a dirty room all day. You're in the garage. <laughs> in my garage. All right. Uh, Were you writing a song just now, Steve? That's a Weezer song. Oh, okay. Explains why I've never heard it. it I thought that was a single. I've heard it. I'm I was gonna say, joking. I'm pretty sure you've heard that I'm one. I'm joking. All right, anyway. is a bad joke, this, I know. but uh, If you want to check out
0: find out how to support the show, whether it's a dollar or $10 or $27, uh, search for <laughs> you us. Want,
1: you want someone to do $27? Search nero? for us
0: on, uh, this on is ridiculous. Patreon. That's our preferred. We'd still do, um, patronage through Podbean, but what we've seen is that Patreon is definitely the way to go. It's the easiest way. It's uh, the easiest way just to, just to do organize do information, it. isn't it? It really is. Um, I still have to like hit people up to get their t-shirt sizes, but at least, like the address is already there, so I yeah. don't have to like chase that down. Um, it's all just a lot easier, and um, yeah, so that's it, I guess. Uh, also, when you join uh, any level above the five dollar level, I eventually someday send you merchandise.
1: <laughs> you got we've got all these guitar picks in now too. Did you ever find those bags? I did. Of it was sitting on my nightstand. <laughs> so we've got all these guitar picks. Steve is going to send you. Uh, your preferred gauge or a mix of gauges or whatever I thought they were all the same nope there's three different gauges oh jeez what did you do Steve
0: well they're just a bunch of tiny bags in a box I haven't looked at them at all I've just well
1: oh you're just saying oh jeez to the amount of work you have to do now like that I have to f- I'll just maybe I'll just send, send a, one of each no send one of each do an assortment it's just gonna be rando do a assortment no do an assortment right. we, Oh, totally dump them all in well, a bucket I think I'm still se- sending the gold ones out to people actually well those should be inner circle only Mm. so if people want the regular ones if people who aren't inner circle want picks they can hit you up and send us a buck pretty or something much everyone like seems to join at the inner circle level. buck doesn't even cover shipping i know i know we'll figure shipping something is out. 50 cents if you really want picks hit us up and we'll figure something out if um, you if you really want picks buy a, the shirt package and i'll throw some picks in there there you That's go the way buy works. something else 25
0: dollars you know? for a shirt three stickers uh and some picks there you go I need to get more patches ordered too. That's why I didn't say patches right now. <laughs> All right. This next ad is sent, uh, was sent to us by Alan Sisson. It's a Squire Jazzmaster slash Jaguar. Uh, what,
1: what is your preferred pronunciation of Jaguar? Jaguar. I go for jag, Jaguar. Jaguar. But I know that another correct pronunciation is Jaguar. Jaguar. But Jaguar is a never acceptable. Jaguar. I don't know. Never ever. It, none of it matters to me. Never ever say Jaguar because that just makes you sound awful. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, this is a Squire Jazzmaster Jaguar. See, so it rhymes hey! with Squire. Get out of my garage. Uh, hello. It's a Squire Jaguar. Hello. Oh my God. Not a Squire Jaguar. But the spellings are completely different. <laughs> guitar slash bass. There's no U I R E. Double
1: Jaguar. Double neck guitar. You almost made me do it.
0: Yeah, this is a double $280 neck. Two hundred and eighty dollars for two guitars, basically for a guitar and a bass for sale. Homebrewed strangeness, Frankensquire Squire, Jazzmaster, vintage, modified, and Jaguar short scale bass. What do you? What do you like most about this guitar, holes And tight bond, t- and tight bond three glue. I like how he listed what glue <laughs> with heavy clamping pressure uh sturdy and weird as it gets asking 280 obo will trade for bass amp power amp 500 watts plus preamp jazz bass or precision bass
1: what do i like most about this yeah what's your favorite part of this steve
0: i like how the
1: double neck jaguar jazz my favorite
0: thing is that the pit guards
1: are interlocking they are interlocking they are connected they're they're traveling over each body um I think I love the whole thing. I think my favorite part is that the nuts are lined up with each other. Like it's not – the bass neck isn't way longer than the guitar neck because there are like two offsets that are like – The
0: bass neck is actually – because again, yeah, because of what you're describing, the bass neck is actually – the fretboard portion of
1: the neck is shorter than the guitar portion ever so slightly. I think it might be a trick of the lens. To me, it looks like the, the nuts are almost exactly lined up, but you could be right. They could be offset a little bit. If
0: they're, I mean, yeah, if it's very close,
1: I, there's so many impractical things going on here too. Cause then the necks are parallel to each other. Sometimes with double necks, like the necks kind of like, like spread out from each other a little bit to give you room between each neck. Uh, these are so close to each other that it looks like tuning the low e on the bass might be a little tricky like getting your hand jammed down in there because mm. you can't reach over it you know you've got to reach behind it or around it to tune it um, I think that the the uh, the trim bar coming off the jag hanging over the bass bridge yeah. is a little bit problematic for playing I kind of feel like the bass should have been on top. But, but then, then, you wouldn't the sound,
0: then you would get the Then you then you would be so offset. Yeah, the, on the neck length.
1: Yeah, the, the bass would have been way the heck out there, and the uh, the guitar would have been like behind you. It would be so far to the other side. So I I see why they did what they did. Two eighty. Yeah. If this was local, I would sit there and think about this for really? a while. I wouldn't buy it, but for two eighty. You've got two buckets of parts here, at least. I would think about it. You've got two serviceable necks. You've got two sets of pickups and hardware. If the concept is trash, you can turn this into other guitars. I mean, yes, but
0: I don't know. I I can't – I can't –
1: I don't think I can roll with this. It's a little –
0: I, if it was if it was local, I'd be like, "Oh, that's interesting, huh?" Hmm. I might him and haw. If it was but, a
1: Telecaster on top, you'd be into. But this. at the end of the day, I don't. If it was a double humbucker Telecaster on top, you would you would be all about this. It a, would be the it, Steve special. Oh my gosh!
0: I'm not anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I I th- I like I like the execution. This is, I mean, I guess. Price-wise, maybe it is sort of there. The base is, I think, like one of the
1: $150.
0: Oh, no, it says it's it's a Jag
1: base. It's got that painted headstock, dude. Yeah. I don't know how much they go for, but it's classy looking. I mean, the part of it that survived this experiment. I don't like the, the pit guard material on the Jaguar. I would probably uh, continue. Here's what I would do.
0: Go all black?
1: I would recut the pick guards. I would do a black pick guard on the Jaguar. I would do a blue pick guard on the bass. So it would be like this back and forth thing. Because the the Jaguar is uh, uh, this light sonic blue, and the bass is all black. The bass is a Jaguar. The bass is a Jaguar bass. The guitar is a Jazzmaster. You're right. I am right. Oh, gosh. I'm all flustered still from that stupid camera freaking out. I hope there's salvageable footage there is is all i gotta say yeah it's all gonna be garbage oh man i gotta get a different camera this this gopro situation is not working out uh you have anything else you want to say about this so for 280 you wouldn't you wouldn't look at this with longing eyes for a little bit and like think about it practically and then give up i mean
0: that's what i'm saying it's like i would maybe look at it for a while and then as soon as i really like sat down and like thought it through. I'm like, what would I ever actually do with this? Right. Um, and that would be the end of that. I know you really want me to love this. It's just not going to It's happen. okay, Steve. You don't have to love
1: it. <laughs> Should we tackle the topic? Yeah. This next topic was sent by Matt Tobin. I'm just so pissed about this camera and that it stopped working when we were playing with the pedals. It's like it did it to me on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Give me the topic.
0: Is the guitar community these days more concerned about gear than the music that
1: it's ma- that is made with it? Um, I mean, this is a total valid question. And I think we spend so much time in the gear community and we're not spending any time in like a songwriting community or like trying to pursue being rock stars or whatever. Right like playing and like like pursuing like a live music community like it could definitely feel like the emphasis is more on the gear than it is the actual music right now. I mean, what's your hot take on that? I mean, I think it really depends. I think
0: definitely in the circles that we run in there's a heavy emphasis on gear and like, "Oh, I made this cool sound and whatever." And it you know, it's the classic complaint. When uh, Earthquaker came out with the Rainbow Machine, everybody was like, "Oh man, this is the coolest pedal I've ever heard." How do you use this? <laughs> it sounds, it makes so many cool sounds, but like, what do you do with this? Right. Um, and so I think there there is that question, and you know, people do spend a lot of time like chasing a sound, and not, you know develop either developing their own sound or or may i you know i have a couple different angles i guess one is like i've never for myself personally like i've never been a music maker uh, in the sense of like I've ne- I've always been a collaborator sure I've always like I've pretty much like you've never been like a songwriter yeah so for like the bands that we were in together which would be 99.9% of my non-church playing experience <laughs> um, I wrote almost all of my own bass lines I wrote sure. almost all of my own like guitar parts within the structure of the song that existed Um, so in that sense like I never w- was like Necessarily, like if we, there were some songs that we did w- in the morning glass, where it was like, w- at the time that we, in, that you introduced the song, I had a wall on my board, and I used it on the, I used it on that like that song, and then all of a sudden I was like, crap, I'm stuck with this pedal now.
1: <laughs> now I have to haul a wall
0: everywhere. Um, and and you know within those confines, like it's weird to think about like the um, the idea of, like, the effect driving the song. And and I know guys who do that who, like, you know, they get something that sounds really cool and they can't wait to figure out how to use it. And that's always been um, a little bit of the driver sure. in music. I mean, you think about, like, classic, like, tape delay or, or, you know, the tape modulation sounds like flanger and chorus and whatever, things that were done with tape. Like... It's just somebody going, like, oh, like, as the tape... What tap- happens if we turn this? Yeah, as the tape gets older, it starts making this sound. What happens if we, like, m- like fake it out by, like, pushing on it? Right. Like, what if we touch it?
1: What we Where touch are you going it? with this? How is this connected to the topic? I'm
0: saying that, like, the idea of, like, oh, I'm we're going to get all these effects, and then I get something that sounds cool, and that's going to inspire me to write something. Like, that's, mm. a, that's a semi-real thing, and it's always been kind of a thing. You know, people wanting gear but there definitely is like a very heavy focus now on on gear and um and definitely not as much of uh of people like making stuff and aside from aside from rob chapman up, oh, I already forgot. Never mind. I was gonna say, aside from Rob Chapman, I can't. I don't know like the the name of any of the bands that any like YouTube demo artists are in. Hmm. But then I forgot the name of his band too. So literally, like, I don't know the name of his band. I don't. I actually. It starts with a D, and it's weird. Dor, Dorja? Dorge, Dor, Doge? It's a Doge?
1: Our what f- about What about Joe Branton's? Band. Oh
0: yeah, that's the only one I know. Polymath. Yeah, because they're dope. Yeah, every time I that listen to sick. Every time
1: I listen to one of I hope you're listening right now, Joe. Because every time I listen to one of his tracks, like he posted a video or something like that, I'm like I want Dinosaur Ghost to play a show with them. Like it's <laughs> oh, kind yeah? it's like the genres you'd never think they're like would work together, but they're kind of the same thing. Right. Like this aggressive, uh instrumental sort of like guitar rock. Like right. It's, I think a show with R2 bands would be a lot of fun.
0: Well, either you have to go there or they have to oh, come Oh, it's here. never
1: going to happen. It is never, ever going to happen, but I just think it would be a blast.
0: Yeah. I don't know. And And that's not like a knock on any of the demo guys. It's just that like, you know, I don't think about the music that they're making yeah. with the go, gear. Go
1: listen to uh, a, a polymath song yeah. and then go listen to not the Scottish DJ. Go listen to uh, Jeff Goldblum by my band, Dinosaur Ghost, and tell me that our two bands couldn't coexist in a show. Like it makes sense. I don't know how we got on this topic.
0: I don't know. So anyway, <laughs> what do you think? Do you think there's too much emphasis? Oh, there's, on a, there's, a,
1: there's another person who's in the gear industry that, you know, the name of their band. Who? Me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't think there's too much of anything. I think wherever we happen to be is the right place at the right time. That's just like nothing needs to change. It's going to change. Like I don't, I don't buy the whole thing of like, oh, stuff isn't good right now. Stuff is right. bad right now. I mean, yeah, stuff is always bad. Stuff always is, could be better. But it's like we're where we're at because that's what people like. People like to mess around with stuff and there's a community and an online uh, availability of the information and the window shopping online is incredible that fuels this whole scene of people being able to be into gear. I know the name of Sean Pierce Johnson's band. Yeah, yeah, there you go. go. Uh, I think if we thought about it long enough, we would know a lot of people's yeah. bands um, um anyway yeah but, but then like people are still making music too like right. i don't think this year once i've had to play like the mexican national anthem that's true at the end of an that's episode true. our audience is sending us their recordings yeah. like people are making music i'm not that that's a real metric of whether or not people are making music but uh, yeah, but go, it's out there and there's I, music music I is think- happening and you know like like concert attendance is up like is it i don't i have no idea there, we there was some article a while back saying like concert oh, attendance right. in the last that's year right. is up like 20 percent or something like that people like music still and are making music still and are excited about music like not everything is doom and gloom yeah i
0: think some of that too just more broadly is um th- there's definitely there definitely are a lot of there definitely is a heavy emphasis on gear and i think that It just comes down to people, you know, saying, well, I just actually want to make something.
1: Right. And you can use the gear that you have. Oh, totally. No one is forcing anyone to buy any gear. Like, if you are into gear, you're going to buy it. It's not like there's this barrier to entry, like, oh, if you don't have this new pedal that came out, then, like, you can't play. Or you don't have a guitar from this new brand. You can't. You're not going to be let on a stage or something like that.
0: I'd also have to imagine that in some broad sense... Um, we've kind of just hit a point where um, what's really happening is the guys like me who um, were like kind of gearheads from the beginning but didn't have like the internet right in such a, a fashion. Were, like I was getting pedals and maybe I read about it on the internet but it wasn't as – fast reaction as you know these are like the Harmony Central days yeah yeah it's not like Harmony Central like existed in a vacuum like Harmony Central would not have existed 20 years ago if people weren't obsessed with gear 20 years ago oh sure and I'd say 20 years is long enough for it to say that it's not really a fad no I think one of the big differences is that things were slower then and things you know people didn't have digital cameras so you didn't see pictures of gear yeah um, I mean,
1: remember when we went to that guitar show in Del Mar oh yeah that was like a good fifteen years ago, or something yeah. like that. That was before all these Facebook groups and everything, and like the, like the the rise of all these boutique pedal companies and stuff. All those dudes that were at, all those people that were at that that guitar festival thing that we went to and we paid money to get into, yeah. you know, they're online right now, like just window shopping everything. Yeah, and, it's, it's the it's the same people, you know. And, and so I think
0: I think the difference is maybe. You know, fifteen twenty years ago, if you wanted to have people to talk gear to, you had like basically had to be in
1: a band, sure, or you, you had to go find people,
0: or you know, you, Harmony Central or whatever. But now Facebook, there's a thousand groups. Yeah, Instagram, you know, you you follow all of your for your favorite pedal picture taker people <laughs> you know whatever yeah and uh again versus like a long time ago like if you wanted to talk about a piece of gear and how good you thought it sounded like you just had to start a band and use it nothing's preventing people from like making new music
1: no if it, and like it, the whole the whole i i think that uh one of the guys over on the on chasing tone on the wampler podcast the what was his name was it travis I can't remember, sure uh, would always Travis say, is,
0: was one of them.
1: Would always say uh, uh, less eBay, more Mel Bay. Right, and with the joke being like, you need to stop shopping and you need to start practicing. I think that the two things are two separate hobbies. Like, yeah. you, you don't you don't get into guitar. And then just say, like, oh, I'm going to stop practicing because now I'm going to start buying stuff. Sure. Like, they're two separate hobbies. You like playing guitar and you keep practicing guitar because you like it. And if you don't, it's, maybe you don't like playing guitar anymore. And then on top of it, the other side of the hobby is you get to window shop and check out cool stuff and like try new gear and like think about new gear and think about what you wish existed I've and wish you had. You know, like, I've honestly never even thought about. It, the way that you just explained it, but that, it's like someone saying, like, "Oh, so you want to get you want to get better at skiing? Stop buying lift tickets." Like they're two completely, they're related, but it's like I would like say, buying lift tickets doesn't mean you're not spending that time skiing. You're spending that time buying the thing that help that like gets you the. I would time say to ski. even
0: even more abstractly, it's like saying, it's like saying, "Oh, why do you collect baseball cards? You should just be playing baseball."
1: Yeah, it kind of is like, like as I mean, nothing is a is a perfect metaphor for it, but it's like, like driving home the point that I'm just saying. Like, like I think
0: if you if you want if you want to get better at skiing, don't you have to buy lift tickets?
1: Yeah, you have to have guitar gear. But if you want to get better
0: at guitar, you don't have to buy more gear. But you
1: do have to have gear to play guitar, right? You can't play guitar without a guitar. You dinguses. (laughs) <laughs> so there, what you're saying is there's a minimum barrier to entry. Yes, and a, a lift ticket is a minimum barrier to entry. Right. Okay. But a lift, unless t- you're hiking up the side of the mountain, which I don't recommend. That sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> Carrying your skis. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, why would you have skis? You spend all your money on the lift ticket. <laughs> no but it's you get what i'm saying it's totally part of the hobby yeah but it's a different part of the hobby yeah and it doesn't mean because you're doing that that you're not doing the other thing
0: Mm -hmm. and it could be just like like a cerebral like it's a side that is you know it's a different kind of creativity it's like saying
1: you need to stop spending so much time eating and more time cooking why not both I mean, maybe I do. Why not both? Or vice versa. You need to stop spending so much time cooking and spend some time eating. That sounds pretty good to me.
2: <laughs>
1: because the uh, because I ruined my kitchen, insurance is going to be paying for my, my meals while I can't use it. For real? Yeah. They're, I gave them an average of what I spend per week on food. And they said everything above that will cover. Oh, my gosh. Because I can't cook in the kitchen. That is crazy. So I'm going to be going on a food vacation oh my for gosh. a while. It's going to be interesting that is nuts <laughs> they gave me two options it was either that or we stay in a hotel that has a kitchen in it uh, and I was like uh, I think we'd rather stay in our beds and live at home yeah. where I work so we'll do that instead so I'm going to be going and trying some fun food around San Diego is what I'm saying uh, should we hit uh, sponsorships and then last yeah, ads and uh, then get out of here
0: big thanks again to um, Gun Street Wiring Shop for sponsoring this um next episode i won't have my stuff installed yet uh but we're going to talk about a little more next episode so stay tuned for that um and then uh thanks to sinusoid go check out their slate cable they make cables and smiles sinusoid.com all right this last ad was sent to us by jose gambor gamborelli jose Gamberelli. this is a sid barrett Ampeg Sid Barrett in
1: air quotes here.
0: Yeah. Uh why can't I find it? oh there it is. it Says it's called Sid Barrett Telly. Um Well that's
1: what I named the ad the ad. Yeah. Jesus uh, things just a wreck. Go look at the photo. So this
0: started its life as an Ampeg uh Dan Ar- is it Dan Armstrong? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then somebody slapped a Telecaster neck onto it. Well, I hope it started its life because custom. custom Lucite Ampeg. I've rarely seen the clear Lucite Ampegs, but a custom one with a vintage telly neck is something you don't see really ever. <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. 22 frets. Sid Barrett's Madcap Blasts theme with a classic Gibson 57 pickup. Very gorgeous guitar. You can play it, but the only thing that's crumby is the intonation needs a bit of help. No yeah, kidding. No kidding. The, and Open Louise. D Stream has a bit of buzz. Uh, the way to fix both of them, I think, you'll have to move down the bridge so it's the same length as the 12th fret, or you can replace the, the bridge. The bridge,
1: in air quotes.
0: Uh, or you can get a different neck, uh, one that fits it. This should make it play perfectly in tune. <gasps> Everything else is perfectly intact. So basically, per-
1: nothing is perfectly intact. This on guy this.
0: wants six hundred dollars
1: for a lucite body and a bunch of other parts that don't fit. Did you see the the condition listed on the Reaver Bad? Fair, fair. It's in fair condition. Jeez, Louise.
0: And uh, the Madcap theme just means that it's this like white and red. It's got stripes on it to mimic it's, stripes on an it's album cover. Gr- like the paint job is not good. It looks
1: nasty. Well, the thing is. There's paint all over the the bridge in air quotes, and by the way, the bridge is a piece of metal that's painted and looks like rust. It's looking crusted, and there's some sort of piece of like wood as the actual saddle. No, I think that's a bone saddle. That that wasn't shaped. It's not shaped at all. I have no idea what's going on here. This is awful. It is so far into like outsider art territory that it can't really even be called a guitar. Look at the screws holding the pickup in. There's no spring. The screws are barely in there. They're sticking out so your hand's gonna catch them. The also pickup, the pickup is painted The pickup is painted white it's a it's a it's like a chrome humbucker with like the grossest look it looks like toothpaste was smeared on it.
0: Saying this is bad is an insult to guitar p- concepts that were actually bad.
1: This is non-functionally bad. There's no way this functions. And the 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 neck meets the body at what is that like the 15th, 15th fret? Threat.
0: Yeah. It might as well be an acoustic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally ridiculous. Like the a Dan Armstrong neck isn't like that, right? Like the no. frets end at at the neck joint.
0: I'm pretty sure Dan Armstrong is basically like a double cut Les Paul.
1: Right. Yeah. This, no, there's no way fixing, like adjusting the bridge intonation is going to make this guitar playable. Like the neck is in just completely the wrong place. The only reason to buy this is to get the body and salvage the body. Also, this says that it's a vintage neck.
0: I'm not actually sure that it is. I think it's just yeah, it looks an like old a parts. Neck. I think it's just a, trashed neck i don't it doesn't want look like it's i can't anything. do this anymore
1: it hurts to look at i'm not even like a big fan of dan armstrong guitars but this just hurts to look at this is a tragedy and the what is he charging like 800 bucks 600 bucks S- 600 bucks i don't know what the body's worth for but, shame sir but Oh, it's crossed out from twenty four hundred. Yeah, he was yeah. trying to charge twenty four hundred, and now he's charging six hundred plus eighty shipping. What a deal! You can ship the body is indestructible. You can ship this without a box, without insurance. It will get there. The rest of this could crumble and fall away, and you don't want it anyways. The why do you think just the body is worth? I don't know. I'm if I was if I was shopping around to build a kit around a Dan dan armstrong body i'd hope i was spending like 200 bucks or something mm. like that i know they can go for big money if they're you know complete yeah but it'd be a big chore to track down original parts because people don't part out dan armstrong's yeah that's like yeah. the other thing people don't part these out like what was this person thinking maybe it well yeah i don't i just it's like, possible that the rest of the guitar was damaged in a flood because the body would survive and nothing right, else would right <laughs> It's just so, like, not... I just It doesn't... Like. It makes me angry. This whole episode has made me angry, Steve. The camera not working, this guitar... Is this going to carry over the next episode? I hope not. Jeez Louise. I think it's because I was asking the camera to do too much. I was monitoring it wirelessly with the phone, and I had a battery plugged into it.
0: Isn't that normal,
1: though? But I'm running it at a higher frame rate than I did on the previous uh... episodes to try to fix another issue that we were having. Oh, right. <sighs> All right, let's get out of here. What's yeah, this song? Steve? This song
0: is sent by RJ Smith from Teletalks, the YouTube channel slash Instagram guy. Uh, he says, Here's an original song I did with my Marshall Class 5 combo with various pedals, but mainly the Keeley Caverns version 2. The drums are a bit rough, but it's a demo essentially for a project I'm working on. Anyway, thanks for inspiring me to create Always. Track is called Merry Go Round at Teletalks on Instagram.
1: All right, later, guys.
0: Bye. Mm-hmm. Thank mm.